0: Did you ever find that it was really hard to be able to get out of a toxic relationship? Maybe you've been involved with a narcissist, with a toxic person. You're like, I just don't know how to get out. I just don't know why is it so hard? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Breaking the chains of getting out of narcissistic abuse and why it's so hard to leave a narcissistic relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here about talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, narcissism, my journey in narcissism, please subscribe. Just hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop new videos, when we're doing live Q&As, when we're going live sometimes on Friday evenings, just to be able to try to be able to help bring awareness to what's actually going on out there. Well, if you've been in a narcissistic relationship, you know it is really, really hard to leave. Or maybe you're in it and you're like, I don't know, why can't I get out? Why does it seem so hard? Well, when we talk about narcissistic abuse, like people get to the place where the narcissist oftentimes is like obsessive over you, controlling, making sure that you feel like stuck, you feel like you're tied down, oftentimes you feel like you're trapped. Maybe you feel like you are bonded or like stuck with this person on a level that you've never considered before, on a level that you've never experienced with anybody else. So I want to talk to you today about understanding some of the emotional manipulation, kind of like the fear of the unknown, and then kind of like where do we go from there? Like the importance of actually building in support into your life and getting away from a narcissist and being able to leave. When we talk about narcissistic abuse and we talk about narcissism, one of the things that boils down to is manipulation and control. Like a huge part is like you getting trapped in the relationship because the narcissist is so focused on manipulating and controlling you and manipulating and controlling the outcome of what you see and what other people see so that they're ultimately the good person or they don't look bad or have to deal with any shame or guilt. Oftentimes this is where you'll see love bombing, future faking, like a lot of things like in the very early stages to lock you in, to be able to keep you stuck in the relationship. And this is where it starts to switch then, where you're only viewed as an object or as an appliance. And sometimes this is the part of radical acceptance that's really hard for people to see and understand of how that person treated you and demonstrated a lack of care by viewing you just as an appliance in their life. And oftentimes we'll see with the manipulation control a narcissist who's very entitled, uh, coercive, uh, just expecting you to comply because the whole goal at this point is like, I need you to do what I want you to do so I can get what I want from you. Because at the end of the day, everything is transactional. Like it's not like I'm, I'm in so much in love with you. It's no like, what can I get out of you? What can I gain from this relationship? How can I benefit money, sex, status, whatever it might be, because this is what I want because it's all about me. The more you realize about narcissism and the more you realize it's all about the narcissist, all about the narcissist, and it's not about you, the better perspective you're able to start filtering things through and understanding what's actually going on. So there's a lot of manipulation control. The emotional manipulation is where it like ups the ante, where it starts getting to the place of like where they're like manipulating you even more on that emotional level. Now this could be like guilt tripping you to like stay. Oftentimes you'll see this of like, I need you. Like, I need you to stay in my life. Like, I'll change. I'll get better. Like, we're meant to be. We're soulmates and all different types of, like, grooming techniques to keep you stuck in that relationship, to keep you stuck with that person. Along with the, the guilt-tripping, there's also the pro- projection of blame, of putting it all on you. It is all your fault or even it is all our fault. We have videos on that. And going back, it's like the idea of, like, have to be the victim. Like as a narcissist, I would always have to be the victim in the relationships. People would leave me. It was not my fault. It was everyone else. It is what they did to me. It is what they did and showed up in the relationship, but not how I showed up. It was all someone else's. So it had to be the victim. Okay. Sometimes you'll hear this play out in the relationship of you caused me to do this, trying to take the emotional blame and put it back on you. The reason why I hit you was because you were disrespectful. So if you hadn't been disrespectful, then I wouldn't have hit you. Like the the twisting of how it actually works, making you responsible for their emotions, making you responsible for their reactions, making you responsible for their immaturity and their lack of control of themselves. So that emotional manipulation switches stuff around, blaming it on you, putting you at putting them as the victim, but putting everything back on you. You caused me to do this. Oftentimes you'll see this in the relationship, especially at the beginning, where they slowly build up the pedestal. Now I'm not talking about the pedestal for you. I'm talking about the pedestal of the relationship. And what this does is it paints a picture and you paint a picture for everybody else too, of like, we're we're perfect together. Like this is the best relationship ever and it looks good, 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 good. And then they slowly start to pull away. This is the emotional manipulation part. They slowly start to pull away and you're left being like, oh, maybe it's me because it has been so good and I've told everybody it's so good and now you're backed into like a corner of you've told everybody how it actually is. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's the best thing. Connected. Super great. And then it starts to not be and that's when it starts to switch around and you're like, maybe this is me. You also have the regular like, pedestal projection of where narcissus puts you up on a pedestal. And the idea here is like, I'm gonna build you up, 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 make it look so great, make it look so wonderful, and then I'll just whoosh, take that pedestal out from underneath you. And then you fall down and you're wondering, how do I get back up? Like, I, I used to matter to this person. I used to be something. I used to be worth something to this person. And then the emotional manipulation switches around and you're like thinking, I don't matter anymore. I don't have self-worth. I don't have the self-esteem. I don't have self-confidence because that person built you up in a high level where you had to get it from them and then they took that supply away. You no longer had access to how they were building you up. They took the pedestal out. Okay, so that happens a lot as well. Build you up, knock it out, and then you have to crawl up and try again and again and again to win their affection, their praise, anything like that emotional manipulation it goes through the same cycle when we talk about narcissistic abuse we got the idealization we've got the devaluation we've got the discard then we've got the hoover and then we wash rinse and repeat and do it all over again okay and the more you let this person come back in your life the more it'll happen don't be surprised if it like, if they hoover and they come back if you let it happen it'll continue to happen time and time again Okay, so we talked about some manipulation, a little bit of the emotional manipulation. The third thing is this aspect of the fear of the unknown. This is one of the biggest reasons why it's hard to leave a relationship. Now, with this, a lot of the fear of the unknown is created and manufactured by the narcissist because you don't know what to think, you don't know how to be able to process, and there is a huge part of like fear of like, wait a second, if I leave, maybe they'll get better. If I leave, maybe they'll find someone else. If I leave, it won't be as good. And there's so many different pieces that go to this, but I just need you to understand, like that is a normal thought and a normal concern of people thinking, wait a second, what if I leave and they change? The flip side is, what if you stay and they don't? But we don't want to think about it in the moment because we're locked in with hope, potential, cognitive dissonance, intermittent reinforcement. We have a nice trauma bond that leaves you stuck in that relationship, okay? Leaving is scary. Okay? It's not something I'm just saying, oh, just leave. Okay? The people that say that in your life, you need to kind of like separate from them. Because the people that just say, oh, just leave, don't have a clue of what they're talking about and know nothing about narcissistic abuse. You can't just leave like that. You can't just make it happen. Is that what needs to happen? Yes. But is it that easy? No. That's why we have this video. Okay? So um, a couple things underneath the fear of the unknown. Fear of a life without the narcissist. there's that aspect of the confidence piece and the the pedestal piece, okay? Like they built you up, they made you feel the best ever, made you feel the most connected, and then knocked it out. You don't have confidence, you don't have self-esteem, you don't have self-worth, don't know who you are. It's one of the biggest ones. You don't know who you are, okay? So life without the narcissist, you're like, how am I going to survive? Because I don't know who I am without this person because all my identity is wrapped up in them, okay? So that's one of the pieces. The second one is fear of not being able to cope like not being able to work through this. And oftentimes it goes back to the aspect of, I'm not gonna find someone as good as this relationship. I'm not gonna find someone as connected. I'm not gonna find someone who is as good as this person because I'm only understood by them. Like no one else can love me the way they love me. Like we are so connected, we are soulmates, all these things and all these things are different lies that narcissists manufactured and put on you to keep you in the relationship. The third one here is the fear of consequences, which is very real. Okay, so you need to be careful, you need to be wise about leaving, but there is this fear of consequences that'll keep people stuck. Of like, I don't want people to see how this is going to look, because I've said it's been amazing, and everybody thinks it's amazing. And now I'm going to say, no, it's not. It's been really abusive. So like, it'll look bad, it'll feel really shameful, there'll be this exposure piece, like you want to stay because of kids, uh, you want to be able to like work through this because you're afraid of like retaliation, revenge, all this kind of stuff. That is a logical fear. And that's why we encourage people and walk people through the steps to do it in a safe way and to do it in a way that you're not put under fire with what might be going on, okay? You need to understand when you're thinking and when you're getting out of a relationship and when you leave, it gets harder, okay? So there's going to be a period of time that is going to be harder. We don't talk about this much. We don't talk about this much on channels. We don't talk about this much in in recovery. We don't talk about this much like out there on social media, okay? Staying with a narcissist is very hard leaving a narcissist is harder after the narcissist for a period of two to six months it's going to be the hardest okay the reason why is because then it's not the narcissist and the abuse fighting you it's you fighting you and that's one of the hardest things for people to confront and work through is being able to deal with the abuse the post abuse from the narcissist but the post abuse from yourself from what the narcissist has told you and the lies that you believe that's why I work with people every single day to help you find the lies you believe, the story that you're telling yourself and reground you in truth because the truth is the only thing that's gonna set you free. So I'd encourage you as you're starting to like break free, as you're starting to look of like, why is this so hard? One of the biggest things you need support. like You need people in your life that understand this shit like if you, if you have people in your life and they don't understand, they're just saying just leave, like you need to get those people out of your life and you need to focus on people that actually can help, okay? This is why we've created the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. The biggest piece that we need to be like let people know that is the one thing that is the most helpful is the community. Like with the community inside the NARC app, there's friends and people that are connecting from all over the globe that are helping each other heal, that are being there to support and encourage and uplift and be like, hey, like reach out when you want to go back to no when you want to go back and break no contact. Like, like, let me help you through this. Like, hey, I've already walked through this. Here's this advice. And we're seeing a lot of people come together and really thrive in that community. Okay, so check that out. Narcapp.com. Would love to have you a part of that. But like that part is like essential. You need community to help you understand that the the NPD, like the narcissistic abuse is real. So many people don't think about that. So many people don't see that. Okay. Also, with support, look for a therapist, look for a coach, find a close friend that actually understands to be able to lean on for support, for counsel to be able to help you through this. Okay. Last but not least, if you want to take your healing to the next level, check out claritychallenge.net. It's a 45 day clarity challenge to help you get clarity of who you are, to rewire your mindset, to get rid of the stories that are in your life, and get to the place where you're moving forward and healing, growing, and changing. Okay. Registration is open for the month of February. We're super. excited to have a bunch of people already in, but you want to get in before the spots are all taken because everybody's going through it together. It is a group thing where you're going through with other people to hold yourself accountable, responsible, and also start to be vulnerable with other people that are going through the same shit as you and that understand what you're dealing with.